Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And we're just continuing our NFC East preview here, where we worked through the Cowboys and the Giants, and now we're on to the Philadelphia Eagles. If you haven't checked those videos out, please do. Uh, they're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google, all that stuff. Uh, I prefer watching, I mean, I kind of do a visual with these videos podcast so if you want to watch and get the most out of this i would recommend watching on youtube uh don't forget to like comment and subscribe that helps grow the channel and uh yeah we're gonna hop right into a screen share here and we're gonna kind of just talk about what the philadelphia eagles are up to uh this summer and what we can expect from them so starting here we still got doug peterson as the head coach offensive coordinator is press taylor and jeff stoutland i'm trying to think that might be new i don't know who was there last year uh, Mike Groh was there last year. So we got a little bit of a new look here from the offensive coordinator perspective. I don't know if too much is going to change, though, with Peterson still kind of being the main guy there. Um, but overall, let's uh, move on here to the quarterback room. Carson Wentz is still the guy. He did get hurt at the end of last year. And we did see the Eagles draft Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma in the, in the second round, which is a little bit alarming. You see down here. Uh, 53rd overall they take Jalen Hurts this is basically insurance for Carson Wentz and I don't know it makes me a little bit uneasy for Carson Wentz because it's basically they're tipping their hat knowing that hey Carson Wentz has been getting injured man and like, this could be the guy that potentially replaces you if you if you keep you know missing games so I still like Carson Wentz he's still the main guy we, he's not going to get beat out by Hurts anytime soon if anything happens to Wentz though Hurts does have the opportunity to impress us and potentially create a quarterback controversy going forward. So, uh, but for now, Carson Wentz is the main guy, but it's super exciting to watch what Jalen Hurts does in preseason and training camp. Um, he should get as many opportunities as he can to be the number two there. He'll have to beat out Nate Sudfeld. Kyle Lalletta is still there. Uh, actually, he might be new there. I think he was on the Giants before. But, yeah, man, it's all about Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts here. Uh, I think in my projections, I, I did knock Carson down for a game or two. Uh, and I did give Hertz some numbers. So if anything happens to Wentz, man, Hertz is going to be kind of fun, fun to watch and keep a, keep a name on uh, your your speed dial there for the waiver wire. Um, but yeah, I think the preseason will be interesting to see how he looks. Uh, but yeah, let's move on here to the running backs. We got Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. They let Jordan Howard go. He's on the the Miami Dolphins now. Uh, so, I mean, at the moment right now, they don't have a veteran big back like they've typically had, you know, with Howard and, and Laguerre Blunt. Um, so they are rumored to be interested in signing a guy like Devonta Freeman or uh, Carlos Hyde is now on the Seattle Seahawks. And I guess the other big name out there would be Lamar Miller. So it's Lamar Miller, or Devonta Freeman, maybe that might find their way on this team. Um, but if the Eagles do not sign a running back, we're looking at Miles Sanders as being uh, a pretty big hit as a second round pick potentially uh he i think he ended up as like my rb8 or 9 uh, maybe 10 so he's he's finishing to me as a rb1 and it's really all dependent on how many touches they want to give him uh if we look real quick at his stats from last year with jordan howard sanders still was able to get just under 180 carries and he did catch 50 balls which was pretty impressive um but let's just go forward and assume as of right now, as of this recording, it's June 3rd. The Eagles have not signed a big back, and it's looking like Sanders is the RB1 and Boston Scott is the RB2. Now, at the end of last year, Boston Scott made some good run. 
especially in a PPR format. He caught a lot of balls. He rushed for some touchdowns, and he just looked good. He's a shifty little guy. He kind of reminds you of Darren Sproles when you watch him. So they know how to use a guy like Darren Sproles. And if anything were to happen to Miles Sanders, if he gets hurt for a game or two, Boston Scott's going to be the guy that you're probably going to want to uh, make sure you snag off the waiver wires or you draft him with one of your last picks. Um, so that's like the, the most interesting thing to me is the whole thing about this backfield is we're watching to see if they do sign a guy like DeMonta Freeman or Lamar Miller to kind of fill into that Jordan Howard role and take some, take some of the hits off of Miles Sanders. But as of right now, Sanders looks like he's going to get, you know, over 200 carries and he's going to get as much work as he can in the passing game. So he's going to get a lot of opportunities and the dude can score touchdowns. So I like what I see from Sanders there. And I think he's a prime uh, second round pick that could hit as a top five running back if everything goes right. Um, I guess outside the top two guys that did bring back Corey Clement, they got second year back Elijah Holyfield, Michael Warren, and Adrian Killens Jr., which is a pretty good, cool name for a running back, Killens. Um, but yeah, it's really all about watching to see if they sign anybody. If they don't, uh, Sanders and Scott look like value. And uh, yeah, we'll move on to the wide receiver group here where they did take a wide receiver with their first pick, Jalen Reger out of TCU. He's a really fun receiver to watch if you haven't uh, seen if you haven't seen any of his tape, go ahead and watch some of that on YouTube. He's a he's a he's a fast little receiver that they can they can use in like Tyreek Hill type ways. Um, so go ahead and get to know him. He's going to be on the field a lot as a first round pick. Uh, we don't even know if Alshon Jeffrey is going to be on the team to start the year, so that'll be something to watch too. But for now, uh, Alshon Jeffrey out wide, Deshaun Jackson hopefully healthy, and Jalen Reger kind of running around all over the field. Um, which is good for Carson Wentz, man. Uh, they let Nelson Aguilar walk, uh, the former first-round pick, and it, it looks like they're going to try to get Jalen Reger as many opportunities as they can. I don't know which of these guys I like the most. If I'm going to draft uh, any Philadelphia Eagles, it's probably Sanders, Scott, or I'm going to probably pivot, pivot to the tight ends. Uh, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. I mean, Ertz is a top-five option. Goddard's going to be a top-10, and if anything happens to Ertz, uh, Goddard's going to get the huge value push up to a top five tight end. So uh, I, don't, I can't really, especially for redraft, I don't really know if I can uh, advi I <clears throat> advise taking a wide receiver here from the Eagles. But I do like Reger from a, uh, from a dynasty perspective. And I guess in a redraft league, if Deshaun Jackson's really cheap, I mean, he usually starts the year out pretty hot because uh, he's super healthy and ready to go. Uh, he might be a guy that I snag late and see what happens. But uh, after these top three, you got Marquise Goodwin, who they got from the Niners, Greg Ward, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. They did draft two wide receivers as well. Um, they spent a fifth-round pick here on Boise State's John Hightower and a sixth-round pick on Southern Mississippi's, Mississippi's Quez Watkins. So they're trying – I mean, three wide receivers in one draft. They're trying to upgrade that that position – and we don't really know the longevity of Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson on the team. So, uh, I mean, it looks like Reger could be the number one receiver on this team as early as next year. So I think that's why I like him from Dynasty. Uh, he's going to get a lot of opportunities relatively quickly compared to most wide receivers. So, um, but yeah, like I said, uh, they drafted the three wide receivers. We got a couple other guys making, trying to make the team in Deontay Burnett, Shelton Gibson, Marcus Green. Uh, a couple other guys there that are trying to make the team, but they got a huge, we count these up real quick. They got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 receivers on the roster right now trying to make the team. Maybe they keep six or seven of them. So uh, I'll keep an eye and see if I guess the, all three receivers make the team, but it's really all about the top three. Maybe Marquise Goodwin kind of makes some plays every now and then. Um, but yeah, man, it's all about these tight ends. Uh, we look real quick here. They threw how many passes? They threw 222 passes to the tight end. That's probably by far the most uh, passes to a tight end group. Um, and I guess if I include Josh Perkins, that's 235 pass attempts to the tight end. And they caught 155 balls for 1,610 yards and 12 touchdowns. So that's a lot of production going to the tight end. Uh, that's why I think if I'm drafting an Eagle, it's – I mean, Wentz is a fine quarterback too. I'm not going to – I mean, if you waited on quarterback, you can take Carson Wentz. Uh, you're just going to want to have a good backup plan. But it's really all about the tight ends and Emmanuel Sanders in this offense. I think that's how they're going to primarily move the ball. Um, and then I guess we did touch on all the backups here. So let's just kind of look at this draft real quick. We see the the wide receiver in Regger, the quarterback in Hertz, uh, linebacker here out of Colorado, safety, uh, a tackle from Auburn, and then the receivers. Uh, so it's a pretty well-balanced draft. Nothing really too crazy happened, I guess, besides the Jalen Hurts pick. Uh, they need more production out of the receivers, and this team needs to get better on defense. So we see that here, uh, especially in the middle of the field here with the linebackers and the safety. So um, I guess as far as off-season additions, the big one was getting Darius Slay from Detroit. They added two safeties in Rodney McLeod and Jalen Mills, Nickel Roby Coleman, um, and then Javon Hargrave. So they did a lot of nice moves on the defensive side of the ball. And I don't know. I mean, this team was able to make the playoffs last year with like a very like unexciting roster. And the roster definitely got better this year. So I think the Eagles can compete with the Cowboys this year for the NFC East. So that's going to be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the Eagles. I'm excited to see how they decide to use Jalen Reger. And, and hopefully, man, if, if Deshaun Jackson can stay healthy for a full 16 games, uh, this team is going to be pretty good, you know, TV to watch. Uh, you got Deshaun and, and Reger kind of running downfield and you got Elshon Jeffrey going up to get the, the balls and Ertz and Goddard, you know, just running around the middle of the field and then Sanders can house it from any spot. So, uh, these guys can score with many players. You even got Marquise Goodwin hanging out. So there's a lot of there's a lot to like on this team, but it's really going to be about how that defense comes together and if Carson Wentz can stay healthy. So uh, overall, though, I'm pretty – I don't know. I'm excited to see what Philly can do. They were a playoff team last year, and I think they could have beat Seattle last year if Wentz was healthy, but uh, that did not go that way. So, uh, but, yeah, that's going to pretty much do it for the Eagles. Uh, thanks for watching on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in another video. Thanks. Peace.